Hello, today is February 27th, and we are walking through Sarah Young's Jesus Always Devotional. And the Lord wants me to tell you today that He came as light. Listen, I came into the world as a light so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. I did not just bring light into the world. I myself am the light that keeps on shining in the darkness. Since I am infinite and all-powerful, nothing can extinguish this illumination. When you believe in me, you became a child of light and the brightness entered into your inner being This helps you see things from my perspective, both things in the world and things in your heart. This illumination of the contents of your heart can be very uncomfortable, excuse me. However, when it leads to repentance and walking in my ways, it is the road to freedom. Rejoice in your brightened perspective. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of my glory. But because you are my cherished one, you have the light of the knowledge of my glory shining in your heart. Rejoice greatly. Rejoice. God says not only should you rejoice, but you're cherished by him. And you have the light of knowledge of his glory. Now let us go into scripture. Our first scripture is John 12. And it looks like we're going to be in the New Testament today. And as always, I'm reading from the Message Bible. It's John 12 and 46. Jesus summed it all up when he cried out, Whoever believes in me, believes not just in me, but in the one who sent me. Whoever looks at me is looking in fact at the one who sent me. I am light that has come into the world so that all who believe in me won't have to stay any longer in the dark. Wow. He said, okay, you believe in God. You believe in a higher power. You believe in all that exists because one man, one spirit, one person spoke it into existence. So if you can believe that, believe that you are looking at him and he is looking back at you in human form. 
that he has pretty much cut person a part of his personality to the side and said, I'm going to send this aspect of me. And I'm going to send me in human form so that you can see exactly how to move. There's no excuses for how you're moving in the world. And leaning on your own understanding or leaning on the devil's work and deeds. There's no excuses because I came into this world to show you that it can be done. And I didn't even manifest my power. I hurt like you hurt. I cried like you cried. I suffered like you suffer. I was beaten for your transgressions. I eliminated myself on a higher power to feel the need, the concern, the care, the abuse, the dissolve of my people. So when you're looking at me, know that you're looking at everything that is higher in heaven. Know that you're looking at the Father who sent me. We are one and the same. But he split himself up in three personalities just for you. He remains spirit and truth in heaven, the third heaven. He remains spirit and direction and counsel as the Holy Spirit. And he sent me, the one that you're looking at, as the Christ that will take all your pain away that will take all the suffering, that will take away the divide between you and God and create relationship. I am he that you look at. Don't concern yourself with another. I am he. I am God in all forms, but now I am in human form. Because I want to save my people. I want to reestablish my people unto me the way they were in Eden. The garden of Eden. When they walked with me, talked with me all throughout the day. Be that people again. Stay steadfast in me, in my word. Let's move forward. The next scripture is John 1 and 5. Everything was created through him. Nothing, not one thing, came into being without him. What came into existence was life, and the life was light to live by. The life light blazed out of the darkness. The darkness couldn't put it out. They couldn't defeat Jesus in hell. 
And that's why he's the risen king, the Lord of Lords and the Savior of Saviors. Because they couldn't put him out. They couldn't handle God's power. They couldn't handle his authority. They had to submit. They had to fall back. Nothing that is created is created. Not one thing without him, without Jesus. He spoke things into existence before time was time. Imagine nothing. And then a glorious conversation happens between the Elohim and himself and those that are being directed by him. And he says, I want to see a beautiful earth. I want to see beautiful animals. As a matter of fact, let's create them in pairs so they can reproduce. I want to see the landscape of grass and the body of seas and oceans, rivers, lakes, canals. I want to see fishes dive within deep whales, all animals of the sea. I want to see elephants triumph on land. And as they move, the earth trembles. I want to see giraffes with long, beautiful necks, gracefully. Leaning down. to experience the enrichment of the grass. Or plummeting up towards the sky. I wanna see lions, kings of the jungle, taking authority over all animals. Protecting his birthright. But the one thing I want to see that I don't see is something that looks like me. Something that enhances my relationship with me. I want this to be something so peculiar and so unique that the likeness of it is of mine. Oh, I'll call him man. And I will form man from the ground, from the dust. Not one, not one other God can do what God can do. He created us from dust. He took us from nothing, from mud and water, and formed us. And although the man was formed in a certain way, and God saw that everyone was doubled, he said, wait, wait, wait. He can't get along with none of these in a way I need him to. I need to form him a helpmeet. And then he formed a woman. 
And when he formed a woman, he formed her in a way that he had to sculpt her, not just throw her together. So I ask you, when you're thinking about the formation of the world and the light that came to shine and be amongst us, do you think about Jesus? Do you think about God and how he has separated his own self into three personalities? Let's move on. The next scripture is 1 Thessalonians 5 and 5. But friends, you're not in the dark. So how could you be taken off guard by any of this? You're sons of light, daughters of day. We live under wide open skies and know where we stand. So let's not sleepwalk through life like those others. Let's keep our eyes open and be smart. People sleep at night and get drunk at night. But not us. Since we're creatures of day, let's act like it. Walk out into the daylight sober, dressed up in faith, love, and hope of salvation. He said, you can't think the way other people think. You can't take on their malicious habits. You can't become a drunkard and loose in your ways. Because the open sky of heaven, hey, you're submitted to it. The open sky of heaven is directing you and it's letting you know that's not for you. And even if you find yourself falling that way, God will always reroute you. He says he wants us to dress in faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. Let's look deeper into that. Faith is hope alive. The unseen is invisible. You can see in the invisible world through hope. Love, we talked about love being a strong feeling. I'm going to break this down later on. And I'm actually going to repeat what I said, if I can remember, for the verse map. So let's move on because we will be breaking down faith, love, and hope. And I believe salvation. Okay, note taken. The next scripture is 2 Corinthians 4, 4 and 6. And it says, if our message is obscure to anyone, it's not because we're holding back in any way, 
No, it's because these other people are looking or going the wrong way and refuse to give it serious attention. All they have eyes for is the fashionable god of darkness, Satan. They think he can give them what they want and that they won't have to bother believing a truth they can't see. They're stone blind to the day, spring brightness of the message that shines with Christ, who gives us the best picture of God we've ever get, we will ever get. Remember, our message is not about ourselves. We're proclaiming Jesus Christ the master. All we are are messengers, errand runners from Jesus for you. It started when God said, light of the darkness, and our lives filled with light as we saw and understood God in the face of Christ. All bright and beautiful. Wow. He says, this message about Christ, this message about the light, this message about God dividing himself into three personalities and coming with one of those personalities into human form and living the way we live today. <laughs> That's what we're supposed to be promoting, not ourselves. So many people get caught up in self-love self-awareness, self this, self that. And I, I get it because I have a women's program talking about self-awareness but and self-love. But let's look at it from a perspective of it's not about you. It's about the business of the Lord. It's about us shining the light in darkness. It's about walking according to his will putting our life on the line and saying, here's my cross, God. Here's what I, here are my vices, God. Here's what I'm dealing with, Lord. Use me. Even within that, use me. Use me if I'm on drugs. Father God, take that and use it for your good to change someone else's life. Father God, use me if I was a prostitute. Father, change my life. Father, use me if I smoke too much. Father, change my life. Father, use me if I think drinking is the habit. Father, change my life. Father, use me if I'm flashing money and doing this and this and that. Father, change my life and my perspective so that I can live a simple life as you have called me to live. Not boasting. Not rivaling. Not complaining, not mourning, but living in the truth of the Lord and how he sees fit. Living within the light, allowing the light of him to shine through me so others can see how he can shine in them. That is scripture reference today and the breakdown. Now let's verse map. We talked about faith earlier, and I talked about it being um, the evidence of something unseen, yet hoped for. Um, but as we look into uh, the dictionary, um, I came across something that would really profoundly touch you. It says, 
Mm. A strong belief in God or in doctrine of a religion, or I'm going to say a strong belief in God, okay? Based upon spiritual apprehension rather than proof. So we need to have spiritual apprehension in knowing that regardless if we see it or not, it's there. Regardless if we see the turnaround or not, it's there. Regardless if we see the healing or not, it's there. If the Lord has prepared your heart to receive something, whether it be a relationship, a circumstance, a healing, an opportunity, need I go on, it's there. If he put it in your heart and it's him that put it there and there's no chaos and maliciousness to it, it's there. Claim it. Be infatuated with learning how to accept that it's there. It's your belief. It's your obedience. And it's your faith that will usher it into the natural realm. For a long time, um, some sisters online were saying, you, you know, they were posting, it's here. And a lot of people weren't seeing the fruition of it. And they were like, no, it's not here. No, this, this is not happening. No, they're not doing this. They're not doing that. But it actually was here. But because they doubted and they didn't walk in belief, and they didn't see it coming forth. It did not come until they had faith. And that's when he moved. And the Lord says that faith does not have to be huge. Although I am asking for supernatural faith, which is humongous. You still need to ask for faith with little, very little, 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 little knowing that it will happen. You're bringing it to fruition like, okay, this is my mustard seed. This is my tiny faith. But I'm moving it forward so that I can expand my faith, so I can be stretched. Now, let's, let's look at hope. hope thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus under the loss of a second don't better of a city so that's a do hope 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 now, hope says a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. Faith and hope coincide together. They cannot be one off. They have to be together. In order for you to have faith, you need to hope and expect that thing to happen. And love, we talked about it being the strong feeling. The strong feeling. Mm -mm -mm. And I want you to go back with this word and um, go back to where I talked about 
these exact words in the in the verses and just peel it away. Love is an intense or deep affection, a great interest, a pleasure. It is also action. So now you have faith. Mm. Faith is apprehension of something you can't see. Invisible. It's not tangible to you right now. And then you have hope saying, um, where's your expectancy in this? Because you ushered your faith, now you should expect it with a strong feeling and pleasure. Wow. Wow, Jesus. Yes. 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 And then salvation is our last verse, Matt. No, the Lord says cherished. Forgive me. Preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. Oh, so now that you have faith, hope, love, and now salvation, you are preserved and delivered by Jesus. That's what he did on the cross. He preserved and delivered you from the enemy's keeping, from his agendas. Yes, from his tactics, his secret spies and all. When you come into salvation of the Lord, he can't touch you. Folks like to quote, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. But when that weapon forms, they look for it to prosper through their actions and the way they, they look at that thing. They don't say, oh, well, you know, I, I see you. But the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings was raised for this very moment. I see you, court. I see you, divorce. I see you, malicious friends. I see you, backstabbers. I see you, co-workers who are misunderstanding. I see you, opportunity that walked away from me. I see you, love lost. But guess what? Through all the moments of thievery, deception, maliciousness, wrong counsel, disregard, frustration, loss, salvation picked up your preservation. You are delivered. And through all that, being formed. God said, okay, you go see the situation. It's going to raise this ugly head. But it's not going to touch you. Because I delivered you. I preserved you. So get out of your ways of thinking. And lean on to my understanding of how I deal with life. Of how I deal with each situation in your life. And then the Lord asked me to uh, look up cherished.
Protect and care for someone lovingly. Okay. So now he's showing you faith, hope, love, salvation. And he's saying, I'm going to protect and care for you. Just stay in me. Stay in my light. You got this. And I've got you. What a message and a great verse mapping session. He always shows up and shows out. Shining his light within us. And if his light is not shining in you today, please repeat after me. Lord, come, expand your light within me. Show others who I can be as I walk in you. Expand your truth, your full living being. inside of me cohabitate my world father because you you died you rose and you ascended into heaven and you are lord and savior and i'm asking you to be my lord and savior today because i cannot walk this life without you i've made foolish decisions done foolish things but no more because I feel the pulling sensation of you calling me into your family. So Lord, have your way in my life. Be all that I need, all that I want, all that I desire and add to me as you see fit. In Jesus' name, amen. You are now walking with Christ. Let him expand you today. Get in his word and show yourself approved. Now that you have him, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. You as an individual and while you're reading his word. Have a good day.